0: I love it, amen. I I love the Word of God. If you understood where I came from, when I was 22 years old, I didn't know what Jonah and the whale was. I didn't know about Moses, I didn't know that Jonah had been swallowed by a whale. I didn't know any of that in the Bible because I didn't have a Bible. We didn't have one in our home. We didn't have a big family Bible or anything like that in our house because my dad had backslid on the Lord many years and didn't have a Bible in the house. I know when God saved me, the first Bible they gave me, I'd read it and I didn't understand it. Janet went and got me one of those children's Bible story books. So I could try to read and understand. And I just started praying, Lord, will you help me to understand your word? Yeah. If this is your word and you wrote it to me, then I need to understand what you're saying to me. It wasn't long that God started opening up the pages of his word to me. I don't know how you are when you read the Bible, but it's like I'm right there. It's like God picks me up out of this place and puts me somewhere. And he just opens up his word to me. and I love the word of God. If you don't read your Bible every day, you're missing out on a blessing of God speaking to you every day. I love this book. Amen. Ruth chapter 1. I want to begin reading with verse 10. And they said unto her, Surely we will return with thee unto thy people. Now we know who this is. It's Naomi, Orpha, and Ruth. And Naomi said, Turn again, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there yet many More sons in my womb that they may be your husbands. Turn again, my daughters. Go your way. For I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband also tonight and should also bear sons, would you tarry for them till they were grown? Would you stay for them? from having husbands, nay, my daughters. For it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me. And they lift up their voice and wept again. And Orpha kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth claved unto her. Father God, we want to thank you once again for the privilege that we had to call on your name. Lord, we want to thank you for your presence in the house of God this morning. Lord, uh, you told us where two or three were gathered, uh, uh, Lord, in your name that you would be in the midst. And I know you're here. We've already experienced uh, uh, the moving of the Spirit of God in this place, Lord. God, we thank you for that, Lord. I, I want to take time and thank you for the man of God. Lord, for what he means to me this morning, Lord. And God, I I pray you'll touch him today, God, and bless him, Lord. Uh, uh, God, with many, many, many more years here at the church, Lord, I I pray, God, you'll touch his body, Lord. Uh, uh, God, touch him from the top of his head, Lord, down to the sole of his feet, God, and anoint brother Dennis, Lord, and give him many souls for his labor. Lord, I pray this morning, God, you'll touch every heart in this building. Lord, I, I pray this morning, God, that you'll speak to us now. God, I pray for that anointing, that unction from on high. God, that power from on high. Lord, I, I need your help now, God. Lord, I, I pray, God, that your word will go forth. You said it would not return void unto you. Lord, I pray, God, it'll do exactly what needs to be done in this service. God, that you'll help us all that we might grow closer to you today, Lord, and leave here in a different way than we came in. And Father, we'll thank you, and God, we will praise you for all that you do in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, You may be seated this morning, you know the story. If you've read this at all, you'll find out, amen, that there was a famine in the land. The Bible says in verse 1, And it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled it, there was a famine in the land. And because of that famine, the Bible says this man named Elimelech uh, uh, takes his family his wife and his two sons and he leaves uh, uh, the house of God. Bethlehem Judah, the Bible says, amen, uh, uh, the house of the Lord and, and there was a famine there and he got his his family and he left because of this famine. I want to take time out right here and say this, you better be careful, amen, uh, when you leave the house of God. Uh, listen, it ain't always jumping and shouting and praising God, y'all. There's uh, there's times and we've all been there and every church goes through it, uh, amen, there's dry spells, uh, I've been through them in my Christian life, I went through them when I was pastoring the church, uh, I mean, you go through times, amen, that you just sometimes wonder, God, are you really here, amen, but listen, the, it don't last long, it don't last forever, amen, and and, and a lemon leg, for some reason, instead of uh, waiting till the famine was over, the Bible says that he got his, his family, his wife, and his, his two sons, and he left, and he went to a place called called oh, Moab. You gotta understand what Moab is and where Moab came from. Moab was birthed out of incest. Moab was a place of ungodliness. It was a place, amen, when Lot laid with one of his own daughters and she birthed Moab. Amen. And, and the Bible says said in Psalms, God said what that Moab is my washpot. I don't know if you know what a washpot is or was in that day. Amen. But this is what God said about this place. This man left the house of God and took his family to a wash pot. When a family would come and visit somebody, they would have a wash pot at the door because in those days they didn't have shoes like we do. man That didn't cover their feet. They had sandals. And everywhere they went, they would pick up the filthiness of this world, whether it be dung or anything else, it would be on their feet. And so and when you come to a man's house, house uh, he would have a wash pot there and and before he would let you come in you would put your feet uh, over that wash pot and he would pour water and and it it would wash all the filthiness of the world off uh, into that wash pot and God said that's what Moab was Uh, it was a filthy place an ungodly place a nasty place and this man uh, takes his family uh, uh, from the house of God Bethlehem Judah because there's a famine in the land and takes them to this ungodly place you better be careful taking your family out of church my Bible tells me four of them left it wasn't long that he was there that he died it wasn't long that when Elamelech got to Moab Elamelech dies leaving Naomi and her two sons Malon and Chilion what names Aren't you glad you didn't have to go to school and tell somebody your name was Malon or Chilion? Amen. <laughs> hey I mean, uh, that's, that was their names. And the Bible says that after daddy dies, they take unto themselves some of those Moabite girls. Yeah. They marry those Moabite women, Orpha and Ruth. And the Bible says it wasn't long after that ten years go by, yeah. amen, yeah. that them two boys died. Ten years go by after this man has left the house of God, left Bethlehem, Judah, took his family down to a place that God called his washpot, uh, where he washed off the filth of the world at, uh, hey man, and put in two, and, and that's what it was, birth out of incest. Uh, and the Bible says that them two boys die down there in that ungodly place, leaving they own me with these two daughter-in-laws, Orpha and Ruth, I read to you the story, Amen. Uh, Somewhere, somehow, and it always happens, uh, Amen. There's bread back at the house of God, Uh, Amen. She got word down there in Moab, uh, Amen. That there was bread back uh, in Bethlehem, Judah. I believe we ought to be sending a word, uh, a word to the world right now, uh, Amen. That everything is fine in the Father's house, Uh, Amen. I don't care about COVID, Uh, Amen. I'm going to get there in a minute, amen. It doesn't matter what's going on out yonder. Thank God there's a, hey, everything's fine in the Father's house, Amen. amen. I believe they, some people need to get back to the father's house. Amen. There's bread in the father's house. And the Bible said that she makes up her mind because somebody has got word to her that there's bread back in Bethlehem Judah. And she's making her way back home. She tells her two daughter-in-laws she said I'm leaving. She said I'm going back to where I came from. And she said here's what she told them. She he said, I want you girls to go back. Uh, amen. Naomi said in verse 8 to 2, don't go, return each to your mother's house. Uh, may the Lord uh, deal kindly with you as, uh, as you have dealt with the dead and with me. And uh, here's what happens, amen. Uh, the Bible says that these girls begin to weep uh, and uh, they don't want her to leave, but she's leaving. And Naomi said in verse 11, Turn again, my daughters. Uh, why would you go with me? I can't have children. I It's too late in life for me to do that even if I had a husband. uh, uh, How would you wait uh, until they were grown men to marry them? It ain't going to happen. You might as well go back. And the Bible says, here's where I want to take my text from. Verse 14, the Bible says that Orpha kissed her mother goodbye, her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth, Clave unto her. I want to preach a message this morning that God showed me. And preach on this thought. What happens when you kiss God goodbye? What happens when you kiss God goodbye? See, we know what happened with Ruth. We know that Ruth went with Naomi and she told her mother-in-law. She said, I'm going with you. She said, "Your people will be my people, and your God's going to be my God." Hey, uh, man, and we know the rest of the story. Uh, how she got down there, and she, hey, she gleaning in the field, and she met her kinsman redeemer Boaz. She married him, amen, and oh, uh, well, hey, uh, everything turns out great, amen. Uh, uh, but that didn't happen with Orpha because Orpha kissed her goodbye. Orpha could have had the same kinship. Orpha could have found the same uh, uh, kinsman redeemer. Orpha could have had everything that Ruth had, but she chose. Not to go that way. She kissed her goodbye. What happened to Orpha? What happened to her? Nobody knows. Nobody knows because it wasn't recorded in the Word of God. You got to look this up. You got to study deep to find this out. I looked it up. I wanted to know what happened to this woman. Where did she go? When she kissed God goodbye. What happened to her when she left? You'll find out on the very day, if you ever study Orpha. you'll find out on the day that she turned and kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. She might as well just kiss God himself goodbye and turned and went back to that ungodly place. That place of incest. That place of filth. That place of ungodliness. As She turns and she's going back and on her way back she runs into a, 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 a an army of the Philistines. As a matter of fact, you'll study this and find out it was a hundred men. And you know what she did? She slept with every one of those men. Every one of them. And out of that, she got pregnant. And out of that, she birthed a child. You know who his name was? Goliath. She birthed a giant, and his name's Goliath. And here's what happens when you kiss God goodbye you're going to burst some things into your spirit. You're going to burst some things into your life and one of those things that you'll birth into your life will be that giant Goliath and his name represents fear that's what his name means if you go back and you know the story 1st Samuel chapter 17 the Bible says there's a war going on down there it's Israel and they've done pitched their tent down there and there's a battle in a raid amen against the Philistines and the Bible says if I can find my place amen the Bible says that down there in in the valley of uh, of Eli, uh, the Bible says that when this uh, war's uh, going on, in verse uh, 4 there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath uh, of Gath. Uh, The Bible says this giant came out there and we know the story. He's bigger and badder and better he thinks than anybody. Uh, And here's what the Bible said uh, when David got there uh, that the men uh, of of Israel, uh, in verses 11, when Saul and all of Israel heard those words from that Philistine. They were dismayed and greatly afraid. That giant will produce fear in you. That giant has produced fear in this nation like we've never seen before. You know why? Because there's people that used to sit on church pews that have kissed God goodbye and they're not coming back. And they don't hey they don't associate with God's people anymore. Hey, Amen. They don't love God anymore. They don't worship God anymore. And because of that now, uh, we've got a whole nation. The Bible said Saul and all of Israel. uh, Amen. We've got a whole nation now plagued with fear like we've never seen before. What happens when you kiss God goodbye? Amen. It'll produce. Here's what the Bible says. Here's what God told us. Amen. In Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, God did not give us the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. Fear is real. Fear will control you. Fear will dominate you. Fear will take you over. Fear will have you hiding in a place that you don't even want to be hiding at. Amen. And have you so scared to come out that you don't want to even come out. Amen. I've never seen a time, amen, like we're living in right now with this thing called fear that people are afraid even to come to the house of God and worship God anymore. Because somebody kissed God goodbye, uh-huh. somebody birthed in a, uh, into her her life this giant of fear. Yeah. Right. Of fear. Everybody in here knows somebody right now that's afraid. Yes, sir. They're afraid. Afraid to go to school. Yeah. Do you see what it did to our children? Yeah. We've got kids... We've got kids now. This is what they're doing to our children that are afraid. And I don't want to go to school. I might get that COVID. I might get that virus. Mom. I don't want to go to school anymore. We have produced fear in this nation like we've never seen before. And it couldn't be because God's people. Oh, yeah, by the way, here's what she did. Here's what we see. That thing does not want to stay on there, brother somebody gonna eat that <laughs> here's where she was we've seen them you've seen them in this church you've seen them many a times because here's what she did <laughs> I don't want you to leave please don't go don't don't go Uh (laughs) and the whole time she's weeping them false tears she had leaving on her mind she knew she wasn't going she knew she wasn't going to go she knew where her heart was. And the whole time they were leaving, they knew they weren't coming back. God. See that, that 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 giant will produce things in your life mm-hmm. when you kiss God goodbye like you've never seen before, because right. it doesn't stop. Amen, it doesn't stop with this kind of fear. That's right. See that giant had five other brothers. Why do you think David picked up five stones? There was five of them, amen. And, and the Bible says that when you get over there to 2 Samuel in chapter 21, you'll find out, amen, that the, the, these, this John had brothers. Yeah. And you better be careful when you kiss God goodbye because not only are you going to birth fear like you've never seen before, and that's what we're seeing right now. A fear like we've never seen before. But watch this. Then you, the Bible says in, in, in verse 12, and David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan his son from the men of Jabesh Gilead, which had stolen them from the street of Bethshon, where the Philistines had, ganged, had hanged them. When the Philistines had slain Saul at Gibeah. And he brought up thence the bones of Saul and the bones of Jonathan his son. And they gathered the bones of them that were hanged. And when you get down to verse 15, you'll find that moreover the Philistines had yet war against Israel. And David went down in his service with him and fought against the Philistines. And David waxed faint. Because David's not a young man anymore. David's up in age now. And David really didn't need to be out there fighting giants like he always had. But he still wanted to be out there. Aren't you glad there's still some men and women of God that still want to be in the battle of God? Amen. And I want to say this. You are to help your pastor. Amen. He can't do this by himself. I'm not saying he's old, but he ain't getting younger any either. He said. Amen, and he needs help, bless God. He needs you. That's what they did. The Bible said that one of David's own men came and said, no, David, you ain't going out there. Bless God, we'll go fight for you. The Bible said in verse 17 or verse 16, because David waxed faint, Bishpinob, which is of the sons of the giant, the weight of whose spear weighed 306 shekels, or 300 shekels of brass in weight. He being girded with a new sword. Thought to have slain David. This giant Ispinam is one of the, the brothers of Goliath. That has been birthed from that place called Moab. The washed part of the world. This giant comes up out of the earth. This giant comes up out of this ungodly place. Hey man, we've got this giant of fear and he has a brother named Ispinob and you know what his name means? Destruction this young man I mean everywhere he went he destroyed everything in his path and the Bible said he did it with a new sword Uh, I'm going to say something about this new sword Uh, we've got something new that we've never faced before going on in this nation right now amen and here's what it is Uh, I've never seen it like this here's what we're facing Uh, right now something new vaccinated unvaccinated mask off Mask on, (laughs) needle fine needle not fine. We've never seen anything like this. The church has never faced anything like this. It's something new that we're having to deal with now. I just want to get up here where you can see me. Hey Amen. I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care if you're unvaccinated. I don't care if you don't wear a mask. I don't care if you do wear a mask. I don't care if you took the shot. I don't care if you take the shot. It makes no difference to God. Oh, God is concerned about it. It's his people getting back in the house of God and worshiping God in truth and His Spirit. Amen. Amen. We have let this thing divide us so much in this nation right now and you know what it's doing? It's destroying our nation. Amen. He comes with a new sword. Hey, they're trying new things every day. You know what I say? Give me them old paths. Let's stand in the old paths. God give us a sword a long time ago. It worked back then. Bless God, it'll work now. Amen. We don't need all this new stuff. Uh, Today marks the 33rd church I've been in. Thirty-three churches today, counting now, since February the 7th. And you know what I have seen? Black lights. <laughs> I went in one church preacher. They had black lights up behind them. They didn't have a cross. It was just a wall with black, white wall with black lights. And when the music started and the lights started, I wanted to go home. It got so loud. It took me back to a time in my life when it was ungodly and that's all I could think about. My mind wasn't on God. I'm just being honest this morning. Y'all. My mind wasn't on the Lord. It wasn't on worship. It took me back to a time when I was on drugs and I, I was going to clubs and all them lights were flashing and that loud music was going and it makes you want to think and do ungodly that's what we're going to (laughs) you want to thank God you've got a man of God that'll stand against stuff like that in this church amen you want to thank God you've got a man of God amen that'll stand and not allow that in the church oh preacher preacher Richard you need to to calm down preacher, preacher Richard you need to you need to lighten up Here's what I was told. This is the new way. The new way of what? Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I was told. The new way of worship. Oh, no, 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 no. We ain't changing our style. And we ain't. Ch- I've got a God. The Bible says. Jesus said I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. God don't change. His worship don't change. His method don't change. And His message don't change. And don't ask me to change. Amen. Yeah, hey, man, it's destroying this nation. It's killing our yeah. churches. Amen. Yeah. Because when you kiss God goodbye, you're going to birth a giant. Yeah. They were all greatly afraid. It wasn't one of them and it wasn't two of them. Yeah. Bless God, if we don't change it, if something don't happen soon, it's going to be the whole nation. Amen. Yeah, Was afraid to even go down there and say anything to the giant. I ain't afraid to say anything. (laughs) I I wish they would let me just one time speak at the White House. Just give me one time. Give me five minutes. I got something I'd like to say to Joe Biden. And by the way, it yeah. wouldn't matter to me if it's Donald Trump. I still got something yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Amen. God's still on the throne. Yeah. God's in control. Yeah. Not them. Amen. 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 The Constitution is for by the people for the people. Yeah. Amen, brother. That's what I read. Yeah. I'd like to remind some of them of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they won't let you do that. Moms, they don't even want you standing up at a PTA meeting now and voicing your opinion about what your daughters are going to be taught, what your son's going to be taught. We better be careful. they trying to silence us down. Oh, you'll get the FBI called. Call the FBI, bless God. Call them. I got something to say to them too. Amen. They're about as wicked as the rest of them. Amen they want you to operate out of fear and that giant will be birthed into you yeah. when you kiss God goodbye <laughs> when you get intimacy with this world it, brother. and you're not with God anymore it, brother. you're going to burst something in your life it's going to bring fear in your home like you've never seen and it will destroy everything about your home Amen. it will destroy everything about the church it will destroy everything about this nation. Do you know right now, cool. y'all, we're split 50-50 on what America really is yes, anymore. Sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Right down the middle. Yeah. We're split, preacher, on what America is and supposed to be. Yeah. If we're not careful, that line's going to move further and further over. Yeah. And it's going to destroy everything that we've ever known and had. I don't want to see that. <laughs> That's right, preacher. I say, God, please come. Yeah, come quick, little Lord. Amen. No, no, no. Let this happen. Come quick, little Lord. Get us out of this mess. Amen. Amen. It didn't stop there. That new sword, that new thing. Man, we're, we're facing new stuff every day. Yes. Some of them scared to come back in. Y'all were down there. Y'all seen it. Yeah. Sitting out in the church. It wouldn't even come in the house of God. Sitting in the car in the Bible. Wouldn't even come in. Uh, all vaccinated. This is, what, this is what got me. They were vaccinated. Yeah. And wearing a mask. And they wouldn't even come in after honking the horn. Yeah. We ought to bring a horn in the house of God and honk it every Sunday morning. Apparently it does more for them. Yeah. <laughs> than praising God. Yeah, go Maybe... Beep, beep I don't want to hear beep beep. I want to hear hey Amen. Preach. Amen. Hey man, preach. Amen. God be the glory. We're facing some things because that's what happens when you kiss God goodbye. Yes, sir. Yeah. See, on that day that Orpha left and she laid with these men and she birthed that giant and that giant had brothers, not only was it Ishbinab The Bible says, and it came to pass in verse eighteen that there were there was a battle again with the Philistines at Gob. I can't pronounce those names, but I'll tell you what the name of the giant was, because the Bible tells you in verse eighteen his name was Saf, Saph, S A P H, Saph. Seth! Who was he? What was he? This giant of a man! You know what his name means? Moss! Moss! God, what, what, what is that? Do you know what moss is? Moss is that stuff you get on your walls. And what moss does, it, it attracts moisture. And it traps it, and, and, and the longer it stays, and you don't deal with it, it spreads. Yeah. And the more it spreads, the blacker it gets. Yeah. I say, God, what are you, what are you trying to tell us? When you kiss God goodbye, you're gonna let stuff come into your life yeah. that'll grow, yeah. and the longer it stays there, the worse it gets, yeah. and the blacker we call it sin. Amen. 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 and it'll get worse and worse amen. and worse amen and then uh, the listen that moisture traps and it'll have you in a place uh, and you can't let go of it and you can't get rid of it yeah. because it just keeps spreading Yeah. stuff it'll kill you. stuff it, it, it'll bring stuff in and trap you you know stuff like habits You kiss God goodbye and you'll start doing things you used to didn't do. You go ahead and kiss God goodbye and you see what happens to your life. Yes, sir. You'll start doing things you never did before. Yeah. There's people that are drinking that never drunk before. Right. There's people doing drugs right now that never did drugs right. before. Amen. And you know why? It's because they, they left the house of God one yep. day. They left Bethlehem, Judah, because there was a famine in the land. Amen. And now they're out on, out yonder, they're down in Moab, they in the washed part of the world on stuff that they can't get rid of. Yep. Amen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kiss God goodbye, and see what's going to become of your home. Yes. Amen. Your children, Amen. Your grandchildren. You, you don't think there's not a giant waiting around the corner right now on one of your grandchildren? Amen. You, you you don't think there's a? Well, I wish y'all could see this. My 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 granddaughter's ten years old, and she has a friend named Cash. He's ten years old and he's on Facebook, and he's talking about the wars between Russia and Germany. He's 10 years old, and you will to hear this. And he ain't reading no book. It's all coming out of his little mind. I said, Janet, God's speaking to that kid. There's, there's something there. they ain't a 10-year-old don't know all of that. And if you take God out of your home, there's going to be a war coming and there's going to be stuff coming in your home and it's going to draw and it's going to draw moisture and it's going to draw things into your house that you've never seen. I had a lady Preach, told me, preacher, right before I left church back in February, she said, preacher, he won't come to bed at night. I said, what do you mean he won't come to bed at night? She said, he won't come to bed anymore. She said he sits in there and he waits till the kids go to bed, and he starts flipping through the TV. I asked her because here's what kissing the giant goodbye or kissing God does: it brings in stuff to your home. I said, "Do you have HBO?" We do. I said, "Do you have Cinemax?" She said, "We do." I said, you got HBO and Cinemax and all that ungodly stuff. I said, what do you think he's watching yeah. after your kids go to bed? Yeah. I said, you have let stuff come stuff come in your house. Amen. Amen. This should not be there. Amen. I said, you cut it off. Call the cable company, get rid of everything. I said, he'll come back to bed. It may take a while, but he'll get tired. Amen. She had it all cut off. He got mad. She said, I don't want that stuff in my house no more. He pitched a fit. She said, we ain't cutting it back on. A couple of months went by and he started making his way back to bed. Relationship started getting better. The family's doing okay now. Thank God. You hear me? I'm talking about giants. I'm talking about things you can't control. Amen. Amen. We're talking about stuff coming into your house. Amen. Attacking your children. Amen. Amen. We better wake up. We better wake up in America. hey man! What's happened? We have kissed God goodbye. The Bible told us all nations that forget God shall be turned into what? Hell. We got so much hell going on right now, y'all. It ain't even funny anymore. Right. Oh, here's another one. If you read on, you'll find out that there was another one. You'll you have to search it out because I didn't name his name, but he talked about, how had to find it. His name was Lamy. L-O-M-I, L-O-N-M-I, Lommy. You know what his name meant? Pride. I said, wow, you kiss God goodbye and see how proudful you get. Hey man, we've got a nation so full of pride right now, y'all hey man, you can't tell them what to do, how to oh no, that everybody's above everybody else right now you you don't tell me you ain't you ain't going to tell me how to live, you ain't going to tell me what to the Bible told us to humble ourselves down under the mighty hand of God and that He would exalt us in due time. hey man, get rid of your pride amen, because when you kiss God goodbye there's going to be a you know what one of the seven things God hates, oh yeah, God hates some stuff, you better believe it, amen. And one of those seven things God hates is a proud look. Yep. Hey, man, God hates it. Amen, God can't stand it. But you know what we've got now? Oh, I'm better than they are. <laughs> Preacher, we don't want that kind in our church. Yeah, boy, yeah. Let me remind you of who you used to be. Right. Amen, right. that's who you were. Amen. The only difference between me and that drunk on the street is I'm saved and he hates. Amen.
1: The only difference,
0: amen. Amen, But we've got so much pride now that's infiltrated our churches uh, that if you don't look a certain way and dress a certain way and give a certain amount, you don't associate, you ain't in the clique. Aren't you glad you go to a church where there ain't no cliques? Thank you. They ain't no big eyes and little U's. We're yeah. all the same at the foot of the cross. Amen. But if you kiss God goodbye, you'll become arrogant. I can't stand it. Bless him, Lord. Yeah. Bless him, Lord. Right I got right. preachers, Brother Dennis, I don't want to be around. Yeah. They called them their arrogance. Yeah. And they talk to you because you didn't go to Bible college and you yeah. don't know certain yeah. words, and there's yeah. a lot of words I don't know. Right. You're right, preacher. You ain't much to them. I don't really care. Amen. I'm a, I'm a lot to God this morning. That's all that matters to me anyhow. I don't care what you think about me. Amen. I've got a God that loves me. And one day he's coming after me. And one day I'm going home. And you can take your arrogance and all your pride. Amen. He'll take you to hell one day. Yes, it will. Talking about what happens when you kiss God goodbye. I'm trying to close. There's one more. Oh God! That's yeah. Hope God give me enough time to write this down. I want my kids to read it one day. What God spoke into my heart one day. Bless you. There's another one. Watch this. I didn't understand it, preacher. I didn't know what it Verse twenty and there was yet a battle in Gath where was a man of great statue, another giant, that had on every hand six fingers, and on every foot six toes, four and twenty in number, and he also was born to the giant a oh, while wow. what what God what what are you trying to show me he didn't have a name you look up here you kiss God goodbye today and you go out that door and you never come back you know what that devil's gonna do and them giants gonna do it'll steal your identity <laughs> oh he didn't even know who he was he didn't even have a name yeah. that they couldn't even give to him and when you leave God and you kiss God goodbye there's people that we used to know that we don't know anymore we don't see them anymore. I wonder whatever happened to him amen oh yeah he'll mess you up so much you won't even look normal right anymore six toes and six fingers 24 and all and he didn't even look normal anymore and when you kiss God goodbye you're going to burst some things into your life, into your family that will destroy your family, that will put fear in your home that will draw stuff in there that don't need to be in there and you'll become so arrogant that you'll think y'all got it going on at your house And everything's fine in your house and you don't need help and you don't need nobody and you don't need God anymore. And it won't be long. People won't even know who you are anymore. Yeah. Amen. And when they see you, I didn't know this. I heard it. I, I don't know. I heard this. That one of the, the, the artists that, that painted the Lord's Supper, I don't know if it was Rembrandt or whoever it was. Somebody told me one time that the guy, that he, he went out and sought somebody to play the Lord, you know, to, to pose for the Lord in that picture. And he found that guy, and, and it was perfect picture, and it was perfect match, you know, for the Lord, that he painted that picture. That picture wasn't painted in a day. It took years to paint that picture, Michelangelo. And he sought for somebody to paint, Judas and he looked and he looked and he looked and he finally found the man he saw him he said I, I need you he said I want you to come and I want you to post for me I'm painting the picture of the Lord's Supper he said would you post he said sure he said sure I will he said I've already done it before He said, what do you mean you've done this before? He said, oh, I posed for you. He said, you posed for me in my my painting. He said, yeah, several years ago. He said, I was the one that posed as the Lord. This man was so full of sin and so wicked and so vile that even Michelangelo didn't even know that he was the same person. And I'm telling you this morning, you kiss God goodbye. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch what happens. Yeah. Watch what you're gonna birth into your spirit. Amen. Into your family. Yes, sir. Into your church. Mm-hmm. Into a nation that kisses God goodbye. <laughs> Y'all wouldn't believe this if I told you, but I will. We've got churches in America right now that. Don't have anything to do with God. Absolutely. They don't even want God in the building. Jesus told that was happening. As a matter of fact, He showed us it would because in Revelation chapter 1, He's standing, He's in the midst of the church. He's walking around as the candlestick and He's in the midst of the church with the seven golden candlesticks and He's moving with the Spirit in the church. But when you get to chapter 2, He's knocking on the door. Because somebody had kissed God goodbye. I never knew that about Orpha. Until you read her name and you study behind her of what happened to her. Oh, yeah. Even in the Word of God, she just fades away. Nobody remembers her. She has no identity anymore. But it's what she left behind. Preacher, how are we going to overcome something like that? How did you get by something like that? I told you. I told you. I read it to you. Orpha kissed her goodbye. But Ruth, (laughs) y'all got to read the Bible, (laughs) y'all. Ruth claved to her mother-in-law. That means she ain't letting her go. That means she said, I'm going where you go. Your people are going to be my people. Your God going to be my God. And she went with her. Yeah. And the Bible said because she claimed to her and she claimed to God. And she's out there in that field gleaning one day, getting a handful on purpose. Amen. Yeah. Bo West yeah. said, just leave her a little bit more. Yeah. Ain't that way God does you? Amen. Yeah. Just, give him, yeah. yeah. he Amen. Yeah. just yeah. give him a little bit more. Yeah. he been pretty good. Amen. Yeah. Just give him a little bit more. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And she meets him, her kinsman redeemer, (laughs) Moaz. Oh yeah, and they get married. Going to be in marriage one day. Woo! The bride gets to see the bridegroom. They're going to be in marriage, say man, in heaven. Uh, Thank God we get to be at the marriage supper in heaven. And she married him. And here's what happened. I'm telling you how to get past these giants. Hey, man, she married Boaz. Boaz begot Obed. Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David. And David became that giant killer. <laughs> I, I'm telling you when you, Hey when you cleave to God uh, He'll produce some things in your life uh, That'll kill every one of them giants uh, He'll take care of fear He'll take care of destruction uh, He'll take care of the all uh, He'll kill pride uh, Amen and by the way You'll be identified one day I got a new name uh, Written down in glory Amen Amen Woo! Amen Don't you dare kiss God goodbye you lose out on all of that Uh, they said who are you I said I'm a king's kid that's who I am where are you headed to a better place than this (laughs) what you gonna do when you get there a whole lot more than I'm doing now. (laughs) And you'll be identified because your name was written down when her name was written off. So go ahead. Kiss God goodbye. And see what happens. But the best thing you could do this morning is to cleave Amen. see I believe here's what's going on right now as we stand this is going on in this church right now and as we stand there's some people cleaving and there's some people kissing yeah. Amen. there's some people holding on and there's some people leaving there's some people wanting to get closer Bless you. and there's some people walking further away Bless you, which one's you Yeah. Wh- wh- which one's you You want a closer walk with God? You want God to do more than you've ever seen God do? You cleave unto God like you've never cleaved unto God before. But don't you go out of here kissing God goodbye. Now listen, they're already coming. I'm going to pray. My son has got out of church. Man, we went for years and years and years and it was our daughter. It was our daughter. It was our daughter. It was our daughter. My daughter finally met a man got married yesterday. They're in church this morning. Amen. Now my son, I'm telling you, the devil don't ever quit, y'all. He don't ever quit. He's always doing something. He's always wreaking havoc. Amen. I've got a reason to go pray. I've got a reason to get in touch. Amen. With God this morning, I don't want my son to kiss God goodbye because I know what can happen to him. He'll destroy everything about him. And you know somebody this morning. You know somebody out of church. Church. You know somebody ain't been here in a long time. You know somebody that's walked away. Would you walk an aisle for them? Would you come and pray for them? Would you call out their name to God for them this morning? Would you come?